everybody. Welcome back to the Indiscriminate News Network. I hope everybody's doing well. We're going to start off news out of Japan. Japan is citing shared values as it welcomes Taiwan trade pack application. Japanese Foreign Minister Mochije said he welcomed Taiwan's application to join a trans-Pacific trade pack this week, citing shared democratic values with the island, which China claims as its own. Taiwan applied Wednesday to join the Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership, which Japan is chairing this year less than a week after China. We consider Taiwan a very important partner, which with we share fundamental values such as freedom, democracy, basic human rights, and rule of law. While Motegi added that Taiwan's application would need to be scrutinized against the trade impact's strict standards, his comments stood in contrast to Japanese officials' more cautious reaction to China's application. Asked about China's chances of joining the trade pact, Finance Minister and Deputy Prime Minister Saro also expressed skepticism last week, citing strict rules pertaining to state-owned enterprises. The original 12-member agreement, known as the Trans-Pacific Partnership, was seen as an important economic counterweight to China's growing influence. China opposes Taiwan entering into any official treaty or organization as a sovereign nation. All right. U.S.-China policy. Biden is bringing together Japan, Australia, and India to stare down China. So one of the important moments, uh, one of the most important moments for the future of the U.S. influence in Asia is due to take place Friday in Washington. U.S. President Joe Biden is holding the first person in meeting of a quadrilateral security dialogue known as the Quad as an informal strategic forum in the United States, Australia, Japan, and India, all, dem- all Democratic countries with a vested interest in countering China's rise in Asia. I'm curious why South Korea is not in there. Biden will be joined by uh, Washington, uh, joined in Washington by Japanese Prime Minister Yoshihida Suga, Indian leader Modi, Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison discussed promoting a free and open Indo-Pacific. The meeting comes at a time of great change for U.S. policy in Asia. The Biden administration moves to strengthen its diplomatic partnership in the region. Japan has taken an increasingly hawkish view of China's military buildup. At the same time, Australia's defense pact with the U.S. and the United Kingdom has solidified Washington's commitment to Asia while making some important Southeast Asian partners uneasy. At this critical point, what the Quad chooses to do next is more important than ever. Australian strategic Strategic Policy Institute senior analyst Malcolm Davis said it compared to its early roots under the George W. Bush administration, the Quad has evolved from a low-key political and economic dialogue to a very significant player in the Asia-Pacific region. Okay. So this is, uh, I want to touch on what's currently happening in Afghanistan. This is actually a little article out from Al Jazeera. Ex-Bagram inmates recount stories of abuse and torture. So former president returned to the now-abandoned U.S.-run Bagram jail, which is notorious for interrogations. Haji Mumin, Hamza walks through a long, dark corridor, carefully inspects the area as he's never seen it before. Today, the 36-year-old bearded man in black turban and a traditional two-piece garment is a guide to fellow Taiwan fighters in the place whose name he'd rather forget. His eyes stop at the solitary chair standing in the pathway. Use the ties to the chair, our hands and our feet, and applied electric shock. Sometimes he used it for beatings too. Recounting the torture he underwent during his captivity in Bagram Prison from 2017 and the onset of the fall of Kabul last month, which he managed to escape. The United States set up the Parwan detention facility known as Bagram, Afghanistan's Guantanamo, in late 2001. 
to house armed fighters after the Taliban launched rebellion following its removal of power and military invasion. The facility, located within a Bagram air base in the Parwan province, was meant to be temporary, but it turned out to be otherwise. It housed more than 5,000 printers until the doors were forced open, days before the Taliban takeover of Afghanistan on the 15th of August. Sultan, who was jailed at the Bagram between 2014 and August 2021, said he lost his teeth during what came to be known as enhanced interrogation techniques. The rights group say they mounted a torture and violated international law. The 42-year-old, who does not share a surname, opens his mouth to demonstrate the damage. Uh, let's see here. The Geneva Convention. The group of Taiwan members passed a large plaque located at the prison wall with the words of the Geneva Convention in English and Dari, but nobody cares to read it. The following acts and shall be prohibited at any time in any place whatsoever. Violence to life in person, in particular murder of all kinds, mutilation, cruel and cruel treatment and torture, it reads. But they all know that in Bagram, none of these are replies that the former prisoners say if you entered power, there was no way out. And if you were not an enemy fighter before landing there, you would surely leave as one. So I was a little touching on some experience that some former prisoners had at the Bagram prison. I'm at, I'm going to, we'll finish off with this like kind of little funny article. I randomly crossed the path. Uh, this is uh, the city of Reno, Nevada. Um, whip ban ordinance, Reno City Council meeting. Reno City Council meeting today to discuss an issue happening in downtown Reno. Possession of whips is being considered to be illegal. This includes possession of a flexible instrument such as a rod, a thong, a rash, or attached to a handle legal. Handle illegal. Uh, Reno Police Department has been receiving rise in 911 calls. People have been mistaking the sound of whips for gunshots. This resulted in a waste of resources for the police in responding to those calls. Those against the ban believe it unfairly targets the homeless community. <laughs> I guess there's a bunch of homeless people walking around with whips. This ban will apply to the central city area of the city, extending far west as McCarran Boulevard. <laughs> Does she have anything better to do? All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Indiscriminate News Network. I'm your host, Jay Sinclair. I hope everybody's doing well. Take care. Bye.